0: Guys, real
1: quick, today's episode of The Stranded is sponsored by none other than Instapodcast. If you've never heard of Instapodcast, that's my podcast management agency. And there's nothing wrong with a shameless plug, right? My podcast management agency that we started in 2019 with the intent to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives just like yourself connect on one of the most popular platforms on the internet right now that allows you to have true intimacy and vulnerability with your audience. And that is podcasting, to share your story, to share your message, your experience, and your knowledge through one of the most powerful mediums. And what we did was take away the hardest, most difficult part of it. We do the tech and the production for you so that you get to focus on the two most important things, which are content and marketing so that the world can hear your message. Because I know one thing I know for certain is that you have a message that can put words to something that someone else is experiencing that they don't know how to put words to. And so it's time to put your message out there. But the problem is, is you're scared of how much work it's going to take. And Instapodcast takes away all of the work for you so that you can focus on what's most important about the podcast, which is just delivering and serving your audience. So run over to instapodcast.com right now, schedule and book your first call with one of our reps or me, and we will get you started with your popular podcast what's up guys welcome back to the stranded phase podcast i am your host jessica hurley and welcome to a new season of the stranded if you've been hanging out with us for a while or you're new to the stranded phase understand this we've been around for three years now and for my longtime listeners you've been hanging with me tight and i truly truly appreciate it but it's a new season in my life and i feel like it's really an opportunity for a new season for us And those of you that are new to the Stranded Phase, I pride myself on this podcast and our community and really taking you wherever I'm going, whether it be business-related, personal life, self-development journey, owning self self, and our own worthiness. And it has been one hell of a journey over the last three years after I've gone from leaving my corporate job and thinking that was everything I ever wanted to now running a six-figure business helping women and entrepreneurs and business owners start podcasts, share their voice and really step into that power, that inner power by reaching and touching thousands, hundreds of thousands and hopefully millions. And so I'm in a new season of my life, which has called me to really change the, the path of this podcast. And I really, really want to take you guys with me. And to be brief, I just ended a long, long relationship. And so what that's called me to do is transform, heal, and take deep ownership of myself and what my good friend calls radical responsibility. And let me tell you, friends, it's uncomfortable AF. <laughs> because when, when, you, when you leave a partnership and you want to blame it on someone else, Truthfully, there's so much for you to own. And so I just invite you guys in this new season to come on this journey with me. I am so imperfect. I am healing. I am transforming. I am 32 years old finding out who I am again, where I'm going, what type of mom I want to be, what type of partner I want to be, and what's next because who the hell knows, right? Life is just a series of us learning, breaking, and recreating and starting over. And so to kind of relaunch this new season of my life and the Strain of Face podcast, because we all get stuck in life sometimes, right? We do. Um, I wanted to bring people that have helped me along this healing journey, which is so critical because you guys know, if you know me, you know that it is so important for me to go through this stuff. And then I want to take you on this with me. I want to share these incredible people with you. And truthfully, there's there's some fakes out there. So I wanna test these people for you. And when I know that they are solid and true to what they offer as an experience, healing, help, assistance, coaching, mentoring, guidance, then I want to share their power and their strength with you. So somebody that has been instrumental on this journey for me is this incredible life (laughs) and relationship coach, this spitfire of a woman, we call her Uma from Kill Bill. Um, she also happens to be my favorite Russian. And she, but but all all stuff aside, she has truly been a powerhouse and someone that has taken me, helped me take radical responsibility, helped me understand um, things that I need to own about myself, and helped me just really change my thought patterns as I'm moving through this journey because. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the grief map before, but it's not real. It's not like, it's not like this. It's like this. So um, as I've kind of navigated those waters, this perfect soul here has just (laughs) been incredible on that journey. So I could not think of a better person to invite. So guys, let's welcome, and I'm going to struggle with this, (laughs) Ludmiwa Woodruff. Perfect. Bravo. Yay! You passed. I passed. Pass. Y'all, the, the whole three minutes was a stretch for me not to have to say her name. That's really what that was. She
2: was trying. We <laughs> were going for it. You're like, I'm going to stretch it as much as possible, just not to pronounce this name. <laughs> so oh. we survived. We, I survived it. I did yeah. it. Real. So if you can do this, imagine what you can do with your life. <laughs>
1: OK, so that just just buckle your seatbelt because she's like not fair when it comes to radical responsibility. So prepare yourself. And so I have to start with this story and this yeah. because radical responsibility is all about looking in the mirror. It's all about us. It's not about your partner. It's not about your friends. It's not about whatever. And one of my favorite stories from you is mm-hmm. a moment when you took radical responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I heard you talk about it on a podcast and you said that. It was after two kids, you were married, Mm -hmm. you were, you had this beautiful house in Mm -hmm. California. Mm -hmm. You had started a fitness journey Mm -hmm. and your wonderful 83 year old Mm -hmm. mother came to visit. And what did she say to you that really transformed you? Yes.
2: It was before I started the fitness journey, but everything, yes. So, you know, I always wanted to be married. I love being married. Wanted to have kids. Everybody was doing great. We moved from Europe to California and from outside, Picture perfect, right? It's like so many Perfect women, Picture perfect. You smile, you go so, so, socialize. Everybody thinks like, she's got this, mm-hmm. I've got this. You know how to well, do you're, this. You're married with kids. You yes, should, mar- you, your
0: life is oh, great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> My husband is amazing, you know, all those things. Everybody's healthy. Yep. And what was not seen, right, when you meet me, because I'm a fun person, Very I can hold fun. the conversation, um, is the pain that I was struggling with myself, meaning, who was I? I was really giving to everybody and giving to my kids, to my husband, worrying about them. And I just forgot exactly where you are right now. Who am I? Like mm-hmm. so much changed for me in a few years. I got married very quickly. Amazing person. My my, my husband's amazing. And you're I still have, with him. Yes, I'm still with him 10 years in. And we moved across, you know, we moved, we met in Europe, uh, got married in Belgium. We had our first son in Belgium. Then we moved to California and um, I got pregnant again when my first son was five years old. Then we had two children, no family around. My husband's from Michigan and we're in California. My family is in, in Europe. And so me, him, and two of our kids, and he travels for work. Lovely. Lovely. Like gone for 12 days. <clears throat> Loving it. <laughs> it's like, have fun. <laughs> and uh, what really happened was I was so worried about them being taken care of, them having a good experience. Um, because i love my people mm-hmm. but i forgot about the most important person in my life myself and so my 83 years before year old, you noticed that yeah who, who noticed that he, of course not me because <laughs> we are oblivious right so it's like we need somebody to smack us or something happened to us and yeah. we're like drowning and my mom who was at that time 83 years old she's russian she is worse than me and she came to visit us in california and she looked at me and she said Child, what happened to you? You worry about your husband. He's fine. You worry about your children. They're fine. You know who is not fine? You are not fine. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, what? But well, she's like, I'm completely exhausted. <laughs> I can't recognize myself. And then she says, Look in the mirror. I'm like, why? Are we going to play like Snow White <laughs> or something? I don't know. She says, Look in the mirror. You used to be this sunshine, this light, you would enter the room and you were the energy that everybody wanted to be around. There's nothing left of you. It's like, this is not who your husband married. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Okay. So the ego in a lot of us would be like, that's not true. Yeah. I'm exactly that, or I'm better than that, or I'm whatever. What kind of ownership
2: had to take place in that moment when you looked in the mirror? well i think we all know when we hear things like this words that you know are the truth spoken to us we kind of know it's true i swear and when you're triggered i I know and you get (laughs) triggered you know like you i'm going to fight to death (laughs) right like i'm gonna prove you you are wrong um but i kind of knew i knew i was drowning some sub you know subconsciously i knew this is not how i should feel in my daily life i was really catching myself thinking at 6 p.m. in the evening with two yelling kids. And I'm sitting in the kitchen thinking, is this what my life is going to look like? Is this like, I wanted to be married. I wanted to have kids. But I feel miserable. Like...
1: Oh, my God. Can we talk about this for a second? Yes. Because
2: I've been saying this for years. Yes.
1: One day people get everything that they want. Yes. Right? Women, we get yes. everything that we want. Yes. Like we thought we want. Yes. We get all the things. And then one day we just look up. And I always tell people, it's not abrupt. It's like, oh, just, no. you're just like sitting on your couch yeah. and you're like... So, this is it. This like, is it. This is what I like chased and signed up for and mm-hmm. sacrificed and blah, 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 yes. blah. But then, as women, most of us, yeah. we like, we hoard that internally because we kind of go, okay, well, I really, I'm really ungrateful yeah. right now. I'm very ungrateful. I think
2: it's also you start thinking you are the only one. I think that's the problem. We all think we are the only one struggling. And as a mother, you should be always grateful. Mm. And always happy about mothering. So if you say it out loud.
0: What How will people you? like?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then other mothers will be like, what is wrong with you? Mm. Right? You should be grateful. You have healthy kids. Why are you even speaking it out loud? Well, we all think it sometimes, but that's different. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like hidden. Yeah. So um, because I don't believe there is a mother out there that never thought, oh my God, this is exhausting. Like my kid is insane. If you tell me, you've never had this thought, you're a liar. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> And I love my kids. But yeah, that was the moment that it, it really hit me. And then, of course, I didn't go easily. You know, it's like, I understand. Yes, yes. And then my mom was pushing me. She's like, get to the gym, get to the gym, find the gym. I'm like, nope, nope. You know, it's like, yeah. we need the push. We need somebody yeah. to smack your heart. So because. So she was pushing it, and at some point, I I found myself like, okay, I I know I need to do something, and she's nagging so much. I'm just going to leave the house. So I don't have to like listen to her. Right. And then I left, and I found a really nice um, small uh small gym that was called Fitness Social. It's still there in California, and you know I I joined the first class, and I didn't exercise for years, and mm. I was so out of shape and so just mentally physically, emotionally exhausted, that I was standing there and and we were using kettlebells. So we are doing some moves with kettlebells and they say, do 30 of those. And I did 10 and I just died. And I look around, (laughs) there are women older than me and they are doing all the exercises. And I felt like I'm worse than an eight year old person. You know, Mm -hmm. like my my mental, emotional, physical shape was just non-existent. Mm -hmm. So that was a sign. So then what I did, I went every day. Like Mm -hmm. I went every single day, Mm -hmm. every single day I was there. It was painful. It hurt. I was sore. Like I was not good in the beginning. Like I sucked at this. You know what I mean? You know what I,
1: mean? I, you know what I <laughs> noticed about this and everybody says this, but yeah. I just want to hit on this. If anybody is anywhere in a healing journey or like uncovering something that they want to change, right? Cause even yeah. though you were married, you were still healing. You were healing from abandoning oh, yourself.
2: Yes, so, exactly. So. My husband was fine. He's like, he loves me. I know <laughs> there was no issue. Like, you know, and he was, and, but what he did say, this is what I want you to listen. All the women out there, he said, thank God for a mom for saying what I couldn't say. Mm. Imagine mm. if you would said that to me.
1: I don't know. Lost my shit. <laughs> Lost my whole shit. <laughs> wait, you're telling me something is wrong with me? You're telling me I need to go to the gym? Wait, <laughs> pause. Pause, yeah. But what I'm realizing is like, we wait for, especially like, you know, the, oh, yeah. the journey that I've been on, but you, you know, that was healing as well. I was waiting for like this abrupt moment to, you know, you wait for this like abrupt moment to occur that says, um, you, you're okay now. Right. Oh uh, yeah. No. And <laughs> I realized it's like some of the like most defined healing is in choosing tiny little, yeah. like marrying tiny little habits that just refocus your attention. And like the gym is a huge one, but like mm-hmm. ridiculously, I bought mm-hmm. a plant recently mm-hmm. and my girl was like, trust me, like, you're going to like fall in love with this. And I was mm-hmm. like, Watering a plant? Like yeah. you're, you're telling me watering a plant? I'm gonna fall in love yes. with this? And she was like, just commit to taking care of this plant. And I'm like, okay. And like, I found myself talking to the plant this morning. <laughs> like, yeah. I, but I'm, I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, don't forget about the plant, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, or committing to a walk every day, yeah. or committing to a conversation with mm-hmm. friends that I didn't typically do. Like it's it's not this like, I'm gonna go to a meditation or I'm gonna go to this therapist and boom, I'm, I'm healed. Oh, no. It's no. like, just, I've mm-hmm. found so much um, space for the healing and recommitting to tiny little small
2: things. But but that's what it is. Yeah. And I think people miss the point of all of it, like how to be happy, how to be fulfilled. And you know, you wait for the wedding, right? You prepare like the whole year you prepare, you have this huge party, you invested your time, energy, and, and so many people lose their minds and I'm like, okay, it's about the happy moment. Why are losing your mind? But that's what happens, correct? You look around, everybody's doing the same crazy. So let's go. <laughs> and then, and then you get married. And then, and then how much work do you put into your marriage? How much work do you put into nurturing this connection? You know, mm-hmm. understand? Some people stop at the wedding phase. That was amazing. It was great. Where's the next big moment? Mm-hmm. And then you think the vacation will be the next big moment. But what really creates the connection and the love is the everyday small things like having the conversation, checking in with your husband, checking with yourself. Hey, honey, can I do something for you? What mm-hmm. would make you happy? Like cup of coffee, like things like this. And we think it has to be this enormous, you know, amount of energy, time. She's phenomenal at this. She's never showed up to meet with me anywhere
1: in person without a gift. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> Why are you talking about this? <laughs> I'm bringing a her book, vodka. flowers, everything. Vodka, there. there's <laughs> vodka you did <laughs> Russian vodka. <laughs> but you always show up with like a small little token and it's like, you know, it's not anything some it's usually no. something under 20 bucks, but it's like yeah. it always makes it like I'm like, you really care about this relationship and
2: this friendship. Because because I think we all forget that you are always in relationship to and with. Like I'm in relationship with myself. Mm. Right? I'm going mm-hmm. to with my husband, with my kids, I'm going to ship it to you, to my business, mm-hmm. right? Excellent. to my health. It's a relationship, right? We are always in a relationship to something and someone. And the quality of our relationships will define, like Esther Perel, our favorite, she'll say, it defines the quality of our life. So mm-hmm. what is more important than relationships? Relationships define the quality yeah. of our
1: life. Did they you hear do. that? do. Relationships define the quality of our life. Did everyone hear that? Repeat.
2: Okay, repeat. Just checking.
1: What is overstate tweetable moment, y'all? Check, catch that one. But I want to talk about this. Well, before we yeah. before we leave this abandonment thing, because this is something that's been heavy in in our journey that we've talked about yeah. for a while, and then this is what I'm hearing you say that you found yourself in a in a moment of your life where everyone thinks that you should be the most fulfilled right these yeah. are the golden years you're married you have the yeah. kids you have a nice house you live in a nice yeah. location you don't you're you're just you're momming you're just taking care of your kids at yeah. home this is like what everyone thinks dream. Well, a lot of people think that they want yeah. now you should be in the golden phase you should yes. be vacating. you should be enjoying your life oh you god. should be
2: also happy every swimming moment in of money, my
1: life and yes. you should be happy every, every moment, moment of your of, life yes yes
0: yes and then i don't heard forget.
1: i heard this message today yeah. and i was like oh my god because abandonment Self-abandonment, if that's a term, has come up for me a lot in this journey, just abandoning myself over and over and over again as far as like not having the boundaries that I need, not being clear about what I need and what I want. And I heard this today that resentment is abandonment, like self-resentment is Mm -hmm. comes from self-abandonment.
2: Well, it comes because you abandon yourself so much that you are really frustrated with, let's say, people around you, but who you're really frustrated with is yourself. but you don't realize it right so you look at that you just project so much so what i used to do i used to look at my kids and say why is so difficult like it's you you are the problem you just need to and i was talking to somebody yesterday and it was really perfect just do what i tell you to do the way i tell you to do it so i am not triggered by you and your behavior so then my life is great because then I don't have to manage my mind and my emotions. So can you make my job of being me easier and just manage yourself, okay, child or husband or friend, please? And business, please manage yourself in a good way. So I'm not triggered. So then I can relax and enjoy my life, right?
1: This is so good. <laughs> Do Y'all hear this?
2: She's literally saying that when we're
1: frustrated with that was so good. <laughs> they were frustrated with people were literally asking them to follow or do what we ask yes. so that I can, I can manage myself better so that my
2: life is easier. Exactly. That's always why we do things. We want to feel great. I, like if I would ask you, why do you want this thing or why do you want somebody behave this way? Or why do you want your business to make more money? Because what? Well, the goal is what? Okay. I'm going to be more satisfied, happier. Relieved. I think my life will be better. Yes. It'll mm-hmm. be better. Yeah. So, but then you have zero control over that because you can't control people. It's so hard to control yourself, right? Mm -hmm. It's So hard to manage your emotions, manage your mind, the negative thinking. It's so hard. Like we all know we should exercise. We all know this. How hard is this to do? It is hard, correct? So now we are trying to to manage other people constantly, tell them what to do, how to speak, how to behave. It's exhausting. Isn't it exhausting? exhausting. It is exhausting. The only person you need to focus on is yourself. Because when I started to learn how to manage my emotions, how to manage my anger, my own triggers, how to give to myself, how to say no, right? Because this is the boundaries. We give, give, give. And then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I give to everybody. Where is me? Where is me? And then you get so angry. But wait, who chose that? Was there somebody with a gun to your head? Like, you need to do all those things? No. No. It was you. Right. Exactly. So... You need to make time for yourself and say, this is where I take time. Like this Sunday, I was with the kids all day. And then at 4 p.m. I told my husband, my kids, I love you. And now it's me time. Please don't come to my room because I need to, I need to just relax. Because I've been on the go with you all day and it was great. And now I just need to breathe. And they knock on the door. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Like I think we we women, we just like we're constantly available. I'm not constantly available. It's like, I need my time. I told you I'm in this room. You are with dad Mm. and just I love you and don't interrupt me. Mm. And I will be available when I'm done with this. Okay, but this is okay.
1: So this, right? So surface level, this is self-care. But truthfully, this is boundaries. Oh, yeah, this is boundaries. This is boundaries. And so this is where we abandon ourselves. Oh,
2: yeah. It's boundaries a lot and we think like because when i hear self-care and i understand listen it's great i love my hair and nails and massage and it's Mm -hmm. awesome okay but that's only one type of self-care The true self care to me is really the boundaries meeting your needs understanding why you are triggered managing your emotions and and doing everything to understand yourself better so you can be in a space like we always with my husband we just want to live gracious life meaning we don't want the very high highs all the time and then very low lows because this is very exhausting. Yes. So for me, the real self-care is to understand what do I need? Okay. Mm-hmm. What do I need to give myself? Why yes. am I being triggered? What is this trigger telling me? My need is not met or I'm abandoning my values or I'm giving more than I want to or I agree like so many women, they say yes, 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 yes. When they want to say no, 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 no. Why am I doing this? I would say that's
1: where overwhelm comes from. It's literally saying yes to everyone else and no to yourself. And you don't realize it in the process.
2: And then you are resentful. And then you say, it's their fault. It's their fault, they made me. Like, okay.
1: (laughs) And this is my favorite thing about you, but I want to dive deep into this because this is that form of radical responsibility that I'm talking about. But where people have a problem and I'll fully admit me too, is that when circumstance happens, and someone does something what we, or we feel like someone has done something to, to us. us, Yeah. how there's, there's people listening that are mm-hmm. going, okay, I hear you, but you, because, because there's toxic shame too, right? So there's okay. people that will look in the mirror and go, well, I didn't do things right. And I wasn't this and I wasn't that. And I wasn't skinny enough. And I didn't show them enough love. And I didn't this and I didn't that. Okay. Right. And so there's this, this fine balance of radical responsibility. And yeah. you, you taught it to me. And I love this is like, There's a version of you then and a version of you, you're going to be, and everything in between is this river of misery and this river of misery, which is often met with pain, is really where you're going to discover where you abandon yourself, what Mm -hmm. your true values are, what you actually want Mm -hmm. for yourself. What do you need? How much, you know, maybe you've changed. What are those new things, but they're, they're, they're really uncovered and discovered through pain, unfortunately, or like Uh, the feeling of pain. Yes,
2: because, yes, because I think we all like, even for relationship coaching, I have so many women, like I was reading somewhere that people wait six years to get relationship counseling or, or therapy, six years.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you are in a relationship with your kids all that for six years, feeling like this is something is not like working, mm-hmm. but you wait six years. You spend all these thousands of dollars on the wedding. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying go for it. But like, don't, don't underestimate that wedding is just a celebration is not the beginning and the end of your relationship forever. You need to put in the work. Like when you were dating, did you, how were you when you were dating? Were you fun or were you nagging all the time? Were you telling him how he needs to be? Or did you know what your fun was? Like Mm -hmm. when I was dating my husband, I had my things, I had my hobbies, I had my needs, but then you get the kids and you get this and that, and you know, and as women, we were for so long, I think taught that we are there to support men. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. unconscious in society today, you hear like you need to, you know, behind the man is the woman or like, well, how about the other way around too?
1: Oh, I heard you on a podcast say like <laughs> a woman in the, a woman, what is it? A woman in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Like all these, like all these, all these quotes and means aligned with like being a woman and being a wife and being yeah. a mother. And it's yeah. like. You you said this, and I loved this. It was that 50 years ago, like you said, yeah. it was to support the man. It was to be provided for. It was to be the caretaker. It was to care for him as he was providing. Yeah. And now there's so much evolution with the roles of women and the yeah. roles of men. Yeah. Like you need to also be an equal woman and provide and bring mm. in money and blah, 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 mm. blah. But you also need to be a mother, but you also need to be confident. And this is the same for men. Men also need to be your best friend. They also need to be the caretaker. Yes. They also need to be emotionally supportive, which is a yes. whole other thing for That's a man. That's different, yeah and so you said all of this has evolved and nobody's and you're expected to be happy about it when delivering it and then we're all starting to crack
2: yes because it's it's the expectations are just unreal Mm. so first of all don't feel (laughs) step number one to a successful life with a lot of money (laughs) don't Don't feel feel your feelings (laughs) okay i'm joking but this is what i hear it's really painful Like even yesterday I was talking to somebody, she was on my consult and she says, I want a great relationship. And then we're talking about what the result of her coaching would be. And I said, okay, so let's talk about relationships. The first thing. Okay. Okay. But does it have to be about relationships? And I said, but you want the relationship? Yes. But I also want more money. Do you see that? It's like, we pray so much to the money. The God of money is the money, the money, the money. But I will tell you, it's great to have money. I want to have more money too. money is makes your life easy and comfortable, right? You have choices because of the money. Okay. But it's not all that there is and you can have so much money and be really, really, really lonely. Why do you see all these famous people committing suicides, doing drugs? Because they're so disconnected. Mm -hmm. The money alone is not going to make you happy. It's just going to expose more of who you are. So if you are confused about who you are, you will be even more confused now. Cause now you have more options yes. in a sense. So it's like, there is no constraint anymore. And now you have, you can pay for everything for everybody. I mean, there are people to buy, right? So it's, it's, we really have to pay attention that money is great, but you need to learn how to be a human being because we are constantly in the doing. So what
1: constantly in the doing? If you are in the and doing not the being.
2: And not the being. But uh-huh. we are human beings. If I tell you let's sit here and we just do nothing and we sit for five minutes, how difficult is that for your brain? You hard start- as shit. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. People are like, what to do? Where's my phone? <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's the TV? Yes, because- I've noticed that now. Even with other people.
1: And if they don't have their phones because they're trying to be intentional, they won't stop talking. And I'm like, we can sit here
2: and not talk. It's okay. Is that difficult? That's (laughs) what I challenge everybody to do this because when I do that, sometimes with my clients, it's so like, I can see them like uncomfortable in their body, work with alpha females. Yes. Mm -hmm. But where do you spend most of your time in your body with yourself, but you are so disconnected from yourself and your body that you're constantly outside looking at other people, what they have to do better. And you will tell them you should do this. It's going to make me, your life, our life better, <laughs> but you can sit with yourself for two minutes in oh. silence. Like I really encourage you to do this and see where your brain goes. And most often the brain will go, I need to do this. I need to do that. I'm not successful. I should be, I should be further along. I should be more fit. I should be married by now. I should be, should be, should be, should be. So when you hear that conversation, of course, you don't want to stay there. Who wants to stay there? I to a, be aware. I had someone I interviewed this. a while ago that said, mm-hmm. every time you hear should be in your brain, yeah. you need to understand that equals shame. Of course. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when, when we met with my husband, uh, we joke all the time. And we said, I won't shoot you and you won't shoot me. <laughs> like, we just don't shoot. We don't, you know what I mean? Because like, shoot, shoot, we don't shoot. shame each other. Exactly. Because then I say, there is something wrong with you. And I have a better but, idea about who you should be. I'm
1: choosing you and I want to be with you, yes. but there's some things you should change. Exactly. And, you should, and you I, should, I give you yeah. the
2: list and you just follow that list. Just follow, <laughs> follow every step. Yeah. Right? So I, I was even, you know, having the conversation about love languages and people are, and listen, if it works for you, great. If your part, if you tell your partner, this is my love language and he will apply this with you. Okay, great. But I want you to be very careful because this is what we do. I love to, to, to touch. Right. Mm-hmm. And my husband, he likes maybe that I touch his back sometimes or his head, but he can't, like he has, when I touch his hand, he just can't. Yeah. So I can sit there and say, well, he doesn't appreciate my love language. He's so disrespectful. I'm trying to be nice. Yes. I'm being nice in a way he doesn't like. <laughs> right. Right. But it's about me. Yeah. So we project what we want mm, onto other. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. But, so, I say, if the, if the love languages and the requests that you make towards your partner work, OK, go for this, but I want you to be careful because you can request something and his way of showing it can be very different. So, for example, my husband can show me how he loves me differently than I do that. And maybe I would like him, for example, I'm very fun. I'm like, hey, let's go, you know, let's party. And he's fun, but he's different than me. Of course, he's a different person. So imagine if I would be every day on top of him saying, hey, can you be more fun? Can you, can you be more excited? Imagine this. He would feel, shame. He would imagine, feel ashamed. Like he, our marriage would be done by now. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to realize that your partner or your children, they are who they are. Mm. You need to see them for who they are. And what I do with my fun, I bring it. I don't make him, mm. but I start dancing in the kitchen and I will like, hey, you know, honey. And sometimes he will join, sometimes he will not. it doesn't mean he's rejecting me it doesn't mean he doesn't respect me or love me or like to be around me like he has his own emotions when he has a tough day at work i cannot expect him to go like hey like he needs to just sit with it Mm. because that's his process and he will tell me honey i just need time alone and some women go what time alone oh my god and then they go crazy Yes, but he's just very clear. And when I give him one or two hours and he even doesn't go out to a bar, he's just in his office and he just relaxes. He, he listens to music or meditates, whatever makes him. Come, and then he can give to me and to the kids.
1: And we want to be given to exactly. immediately. Exactly. Yes. And like we're ready for it. When but we because we're trying to fill something. We course. have an empty space. Yes. And we're like, validate me validate me. me, validate give me, validate me, please. Give this to me, you. Because I just looked in the mirror, and I'm a little chubby feeling. And then yeah. I'm going to come out here yeah. and poke the bear. Yeah. And you need to fill this cup. Yes. And it doesn't then work. you're in a bad mood. Yeah. So you're like, get away. Get and away. now I go look in the mirror, and I'm like, I yeah. was right. I'm
2: yes. so sad. I, I found it. I found it. it. I found <laughs> the proof I'm not pretty <laughs> enough yep. or good yep. enough or loved enough. And that's the trap. It's so easy to get trapped in that. So I don't say it never comes to my mind. Like I'm human. Yes. Let's be clear. It's not, yeah. you know, let's let's be clear. Um, because I think people come to coaching or therapy and, and they say, okay, fix me. Right. Or mm-hmm. fix my partner. It's even better. Can you talk to my partner and fix him? I'm like, Oh yeah, we're going to have some work here. <laughs> but, um, what was I talking about? You see, we're just going. <laughs> <laughs> too much no, my the, right the right the now. trap
1: right with the trap. Oh. the trap is when we go like poke the bear because we're looking to validate or fill some type yes, of space Yes. And so us. I
2: was saying that sometimes I can find myself. So for example, Uh, like I didn't sleep well enough because you know, of my, of my four year old or something. And I wake up tired. And when I don't do what I say, so I say, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. And then I don't go for that walk. And I feel not good about myself. Like, why didn't I do what I said? Mm -hmm. You know what? The first thing your brain wants to go and do, I'm going to go to my husband and I'm going to like try to get attention. And when he's not going to give it to me, I'm going to be even more disappointed in myself. Correct. And I can like see now I'm at this point. I don't say always, okay, I'm human but I can see my brain going there. Mm. Like even a few days ago I was in the kitchen. I'm like, he should, in my brain, he, he, he should do this more.
0: Mm. He
2: should like hug me now, like read my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Or even if I would tell him it's so dangerous, but then I stopped myself. I'm like, okay, why am I doing this? Why am I thinking this? What am I not doing for myself? And it was that, I didn't follow up with what I said I will do. Breaking now the promises I'm, Now to I'm yourself. disappointed with myself. Abandoning yourself. And I don't want to feel disappointed. So I'm going to look for external person to fix this for me. Okay. Oh my God.
1: Woo! Okay. Okay. Yeah. Can we go back to this? You taught me this the other day and it was the like CR. Do you remember this? this yes. Yeah,
2: so that's the model. It's taught. Uh, so I'm certified with the life coach school with Brooke Castillo. And um, they use the model is just to get awareness of how your thoughts create your feelings and your results. Right. So, but to me, mm-hmm. this was so powerful because yeah. I would tell you guys this all day
1: long. Right. I would yeah. tell you all day to be the biggest <laughs> shit talker to your thoughts. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, we will stop. If, if there was a group of people around and somebody was like, yo, your girl, your homegirl over there, she's fat we would jump the we would like jump them right but in reality oh, no. these are the thoughts that are taking place in our own head oh every really? day we don't go Constantly. we don't go hey hey no shut up like we don't stop them right oh, no. we, we just invite them in you endorse just, them you we, just go on the trip on a train uh trip
2: with them like, yeah right? I, get, I, I I tell
1: it to take a seat and it, yeah. and i allow it right into my life and you listen to it and you, and you, you listen have, to it and, and, and it literally it. becomes part of your identity yes. and what you did for me in explaining this and again understood this forever but what you did in explaining this was really like this whole model and she's going to
2: explain it is stopping right as the thought occurs yeah because even if you look at i am Mm -hmm. i am simple i am that's what you are i am like if you want to use words because if we go to a different level of understanding who we are it's a different conversation but if we use words and we want to label i am everything what you put behind i am is what subjective it's like your opinion Right. 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 Because I am, that's it. You are here. Yes. I am here. We are yep. here. But after I am, what happens after I am is my opinion. opinion. My opinion. Yeah. Right? I'm but sexy. We, but I'm, we believe I'm skinny. it. We believe it. Like, that's the fact. Yep. That's the fact. Yep. I am this. I'm this person. I am. Whatever, whatever you put behind. Right. And I think it's so damaging for us just not to question it. You just don't question enough because nobody is just questioning. When you send your kids to school, they just need to follow the rules. Like my son, you know, my nine-year-old is like, why do I have to follow the rules? I have a better way of doing things. No, just follow the rules. So we, we just, at some point, we stop questioning things. We stop being curious. Is this really the truth? Mm. As though, the, are, are those the facts of my life? I don't know about men, but for women, if we feel it,
1: we feel it, it's over. Like we believe it.
2: Like <laughs> I know, I know. So listen, because you know, we can talk about how thoughts create the feelings, but also we have a nervous system. So for example, if you are used, like you can have a, your body can react first before your brain as well. So mm. then it comes from your nervous system. So for example, you are in a situation, Okay. And that situation or person speaking using words or, or just the energy reminds you like, like this, of something that happened before. You understand? Like you are, Oh, the body remembers I've been in this situation or this energy before, and this is what happened then. So it was not really good. So I'm going to protect myself. So your body immediately is going to send the signal to your brain and depends if it's if you're gonna be going to fight flight freeze phone depends you know what it, what the situation reminds you of of if it's a repetitive situation correct like if you fight with your partner about the same thing over and over and the moment you speak you know how he's going to react your body's going immediately okay right. fight flight freeze whatever you're going to do right so we need to look at both the body and the brain because yes your brain creates the feelings but also your body can create a feeling like this just because of the nervous system. Mm, right? So right. We, we pick up on the cues all the time. When you smile at me, I know you like me. At least <laughs> maybe she pretends. I don't know. But, right. If, if I look at you and I have this face, yeah, you immediately like,
1: and now I don't know what to say. And I've already run all these thoughts through yeah. my brain that like yeah. this person is judging me. I have exactly. to change what I'm
2: about to say. Yeah. Yep. In, instead of this person judging me. Perfect. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me, <laughs> but you have to, so, so. Yeah. Go into the CRM. Okay. Cause this really, this really so got So how they teach it in my, at my coaching school is that C is a circumstance and, um, it's just something that takes place in your life. So for example, I'm Jessica, I live at this address. I have one child, mm-hmm. correct? This is my age. Ludmilla is my friend. I don't know if it's proven in a court of law, but I will decide this. <laughs> so it's something that we can, can be proved in a court of law. So if we put somebody else in their line of circumstance, it would be Jessica. If I want you to be in my circumstance because you triggered me out put Jessica quotation, Jessica said quotation and use your exact words. Mm. Not my understanding of what you said, but exactly what you said. So the,
1: the circumstances, what is black and white? What is factual? Yes. Factual. Right. Exactly. Okay. And
2: then we have a thought about this and now depending on the person, our life experience, we will have different thoughts. Correct. Correct.
1: Exactly. Based on our li- Please listen to that carefully. Based on our, li- our personal life experiences, we will both have a different thought. So I'm trying to sit here and think of something that like, if you and I were both present and a yes. circumstance happened and how yes. it could create a
2: different thought and a different action for both of us. Yes. So let's say, for example, you are you you feel comfortable with your business right yep perfect okay i'm like mm, i'm not there yet <laughs> i'm great in like a relationship space right <laughs> so for example we are somewhere in the conversation and then somebody asks a question about business yep okay yep um and somebody says well tell me how your business is amazing yeah. doing amazing you would have like oh my gosh i have all this data i know it's going to be amazing i'm gonna grow it it's gonna be national for me i would have to take a moment because my reaction would be different, Yes. correct? Because I have more experience in coaching, not really the marketing and business building. That's a different skill set for me. Yes. So for me, the first thought that would come would be like, ooh, I would yeah. pause. Yeah. It's not because I, I, I don't know how to do business. It's yeah. just I haven't done that before in that way. Yeah. I don't have as much as experience. So that's just to show we will have very different experiences. For example, if you grew up in a house where you had to perform to receive love, very common. So mm-hmm. accomplishment mm, equals good enough. <laughs> I love you. Now you got the grades. It yeah. happens a lot Yeah, more often than I want to hear, but that's the case. So, and let's say in my house, my mom was like, you're always good enough. No matter what you bring me D I still love you. Yeah. Okay. Now we are somewhere and you are not achieving, we are competing and you lose and I win. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to question mm-hmm. everything. I'm going to be like, I suck. I'm useless. I'm hopeless. My parents were right. Everybody's right. I don't deserve the love and respect and all. But imagine if I would lose.
1: You'd be like, like, well,
2: next time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I didn't practice enough. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So this is very important because then you create the feelings. Your feelings would be, you know, if you lose, your feeling would be of, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to love me. I'm unworthy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where for me, it would be, at peace, I suppose, maybe I can be angry a little bit, but I don't know. I don't, I just go with it. Yeah. Like if this doesn't work, something else will work. And I don't say, I don't worry. I do, but it's a different reaction than immediately connecting you, not achieving something to your worth. Yes. You see that this is so connected. And then when we place worth, as I said, on other people, like on our partner or on that thing that we want. Okay. If I make six figures, then I'm worthy. Then what happens? Then you are not worthy now?
0: No.
2: Like, I always think when you were born as a naked baby in a hospital, you are one minute old. Are you worthy? Mm, yes. Without the bank account? Why? Yes. Why? Because I'm here. Oh, because I'm here. <laughs> because I breathe and I'm a human being. Yeah. That's what makes me... Not worthy.
1: by getting a bank account and, yeah. and following rules yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah.
2: because yeah. this is the thing. And then as we grow, right? Like, as a baby comes out... We are like, you know, white piece of paper. There's nothing. We don't know what's good, what's bad, what's allowed. And then as we are parented, then we learn what the expectations are. Who should we be? Like, be a good girl. Yes. Be a good girl. I hear it so much. I Just... try to
1: stop be, saying be, be, be a good Be quiet.
2: Girl. Yep. Don't say what you need to say. And a lot with kids, like there are three things they want to be heard, seen, and expressed as authentic selves. And many times as parents unconsciously because nobody is teaching like oh I think it's more popular now like take parenting courses but how to help your child to just express themselves authentically. Yep. Or how to, you know, see and 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 hear your child without immediately trying to fix them. Right? When you're outside and your kid has a complete meltdown, been there so many times. <laughs> and your first thought is oh my god, is shame.
0: Like what yeah. are people going yep. to
2: think? Like you have to train yourself that your child is more important than what other people will think. If he's having really like huge emotions, this is what's happening for him right now. Yes. And his body and his brain, like, this is what's happening. So you have to be patient instead of trying to fix him and like, be quiet, be quiet. You know, like yep. you see panicking moms. I'm always like, you are fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yep. Like stop worrying about everybody else, like your kid and you are your priority.
1: Yeah. Stop worrying about people. There's been so say. many times we're working through stuff and you're like, you're fine,
2: you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, Yeah. you're fine. Like there is nothing, listen, we are all humans. Like if there's somebody telling me, oh, I've never did that, never fought that. Okay, <laughs> move on, please. Like, so, so circumstance,
1: that leads, okay. okay so so circumstance is so black yes. and white. That the, leads to the thought, which we both discuss are yes. different thoughts. Then a feeling. Now then got it's a feeling. different feeling. Then we a have different a different feeling, feeling based right? on how so we feel. So I'm think. super insecure because yes. I'm used to my worthiness insecure. being in my achievements you're not because your mother has told you yeah. you're always worthy. And now both of these thoughts lead to a result.
2: Well, yes, so then, so we have the fault, then we have the feeling, and then after feeling, we have actions. So depending yes. if you feel insecure, you might be doing what like going and looking at other people let me feel better or say i might something. Go say
1: something mad about you exactly like, oh she cheated or oh. exactly yeah so or, oh you... she thinks she's the shit or whatever exactly we do this a lot women
2: <laughs> go for it it's fine like but yeah that's what will happen for me i will not have the need to do that and go undermine you because i don't care like i'm happy for you, you right. know what i mean right. like i look at women and i think you know i'm always going sideways but I look at women and I think, wow, she's so successful. She's fit. She's like, Oh, I can learn from her. Yeah. My brain doesn't go to why is she having this? And I don't, well, apparently I didn't do the work, <laughs> you know, it's or your the, journey is just different. Oh, just the journey is different or what, for whatever reason, I don't even care because the moment I look to somebody else and start saying, why is she, ha- why, why is she doing this better? Or why does she have more money? I'm completely disempowered Yes, because she cannot help me. And that I right there myself. is radical
1: responsibility yes. because you disempower yourself.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm learning to
1: understand. And not just in that circumstance per se, but it is that moment right there that you choose that thought that you disempower yourself. Yes.
2: And then, so when you take actions, for example, when you feel insecure and take action of talking about me badly and trying to feel better by, you know, eating or drinking or you know asking for the attention in a way that's not really healthy, well, you create, you just feel more insecure because in the end, the action you are taking is not making you feel more secure, correct? Correct. No, you're, and you're you feeding and fueling
1: the actual, act, the feeling. The, the feeling, yes. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Which to me comes right back to manifestation, which is like, as soon as we choose the thought, all the results we get after that fuel whatever the thought well, yeah. and the feeling yeah. was. Yeah. So it's like, if, even if I was to choose the thought that you yeah. have, which is like, I'm enough, I'm fine. I'm glad I won, but I'm happy for her too. Yeah. You know, you would, you could literally manifest anything after that negative and or positive.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, I think like when, when I hear women say the perfect, perfect, like every time I have somebody on a consult or I just talk to people, I try not to use the word perfect because what does that even mean? Perfect woman, perfect man. It's all subjective and perfect means with no, i don't even have what what perfect is i mean like what is perfect the sun i don't know when it's not really shining is this perfect i don't know but we are overusing the word perfect where we just we are just imperfectly perfect that's what i say like we are just human beings and human being means emotions when i said don't feel your emotions yeah that was a joke you need to start feeling emotions because we are suffocating this is what happens i have women bring their husbands to my sessions. And I was coaching somebody 40, over 40 years old, and first time in his life he could express how he feels. He's like, I feel anxious. Okay, and then he starts crying. And then for half an hour we just sat and and processed the anxiety in his body. And he said to me, Is the first time in my life where I was allowed to show how I feel when it's not positive, okay? Because we are fine with the positive emotions. This is comfortable. When you are happy, it's comfortable. Yes, it's right? comfortable for everyone. Exactly. So mm-hmm. don't make me uncomfortable with your uncomfortable feelings, <laughs> right? And and he told me, and I think there's goes for women and men when we are told emotions are weak, mm-hmm. emotions make you uh, unsuccessful and unproductive, and, we and don't broken need them and broken and uh, wait a minute. Like having emotions, it's part of being human. Have you met a human without, without emotions and feelings? A few. That's Robocops. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> oh, you are a sociopath, you know what I mean? When you have no empathy, then you are like narcissist or sociopath and you don't have empathy. But that that, but that, that right, right
1: there yeah. is something that has helped me
2: in my healing a lot. Is yeah. that
1: you've always said to me, you know, it's okay to have these feelings, and you even, even sometimes if you feel like they're chaotic, like you can't yeah. control them because if you
2: didn't have these feelings, I would think you were a sociopath. Well, yes, you're supposed to have these as feelings. As a, like, imagine, imagine if somebody dies in your family that you love or a friend and you have no feelings, it would be like, good job. Well done. <laughs> Do you, I mean, can you imagine this? No. Of course no. not. Because we as a society, we choose when it's convenient and appropriate to show your emotions. Well, you can laugh and cry when you have a child right? When you lose somebody, you can cry. Yes, But we only have those
1: little boxes yes. that you're allowed to do that. In. Yes, can, let me. I'm going to yes. go off topic for a second because I'm, I'm going to do an entire episode on this coming soon. But I just want to highlight this. One of the most incredible things that I have found about other women and the power that we have during yeah. this process, yeah. and I never noticed this, was that Like you said, we're only given certain spaces in which we can do this. Mm -hmm. And I really think this comes from like perfection in corporate America,
2: but, oh yeah. But also upbringing, just the the, socializing,
1: being strong, Mm -hmm. being in being
2: strong. I I feel like there's a point where we grow up and we go,
1: okay, being emotional in all these situations is not serving me. So let me, let me ditch this. But we, as women, we hold the key and the power for grace that actually will allow other women the space, to be this in these moments, without feeling broken. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that has been the most, like, incredible feeling for me Mm -hmm. is when all of this happened and Mm -hmm. I was breaking down left Mm -hmm. and right, I would, I still had to run my business. I still had to be a mom. I still had to do all these things. And then I would show up to meetings the same way I would show up to, you know, my former corporate meetings and everything, Mm -hmm. and I'd take a deep breath and I'd wipe my tears and wash my face and, you know, shake it out and go sit down. And I've got to sit down and go, okay, I've got this and nothing's wrong and I'm fine and let's go and i was invited and in, and in given the container for, by so many women that said yeah. hey like i hey like before we jump in like just know you don't have to be super professional <laughs> like hey i know what you're going through and i just yeah. wanted to ask you first like like how are you doing and if you're not okay that's okay yeah. and that those conversations yeah. I, I cannot tell you how many women invited those conversations mm-hmm. with me those conversations mm-hmm. made me realize one you can be broken and a badass and I was like, okay, I can mm-hmm. be broken and be a boss. Mm-hmm. I I can be broken and still run my business. I can be broken and like wear it on my, I'm not saying cry through a call, but like I can yeah. wear it on my sleeve. I don't have to tuck it in and tuck it right here while I work and then pull it back out when, yeah. you know, only when I'm allowed to feel that way. Yeah. And two, we as women who understand women because we could really be our own damage control, right? Mm-hmm. We have the power and the grace to literally give another woman that key to like, Hey, I, I see you're going through something and yeah. it's perfectly okay. And you, mm-hmm. I don't think less of you and, and be that in this moment and that's okay. Exactly. I was like, this is so powerful. Like that yeah. to me made me go, for now on, I want to give women that space yeah. to be like, like I literally ran into a girlfriend two days ago. Yeah. We, we saw each other passing in the car, yeah. we stopped and talked. And when she drove off, something in my heart was like, she's not okay. Yeah. And I called her and I said, are you okay? And she just sat on the no. phone and she said, nope. Yeah. And I said, please talk to me. What's wrong?
2: But you see, you know. And she was yeah. like,
1: "Thank you so much for calling me because." There you go.
2: Thank you for having space because this is what happens. As friends, we want to fix things for our. Fix, 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 fix it. Fix. Fix it. I'm calling you. So that means come up with a solution right now. Super no. glue. No. Super glue. Home <laughs> Depot. Super glue. Glue it back. <laughs> Pretend it's all good. But this is this is the thing. Sometimes we just want to be heard, right? So remember, heard, seen, and expressed authentically as ourselves. It comes from childhood. It's still the same. So sometimes we just need to hold the space for ourselves and for other women. When we listen without judgment. When we listen just for understanding and holding space for them. Because being vulnerable, I, I, I really... So many times I'm around women and they're like, I'm fine. I'm good. How are you? And all this superficial conversation and what really needs to happen is not happening mm. because we are not used to that. Mm. I've always been like this. So it's like, it's a blessing and a curse because mm-hmm. sometimes people know me and I'm like, who are you? And I'm like, Oh, you know, Yeah. but we don't have a lot of space and containers when we can just say what we need to say without immediately being fixed, saying something is wrong or we can do it better, or just, you know, being completely misunderstood. Yes. Just say it for saying it and, and and sharing your experience with me. And I'm just here to hold the space and witness your experience.
1: Yes. Yes. Very different. Yes. It's so different because it's, the, it's almost like sometimes... It, one, other people's solutions are different than your own, and then exactly. two, it's almost like sometimes you're in a space where like that's irritating. Like you're like, uh-huh. well, well, I don't want to be told what to do right now. I'm not yes. in that space right now. I'm in a space where I just yeah. need to exert and vent yeah. and be seen and yeah. be heard and be loved. Like, please yeah. just love me while I'm in this moment. Yeah, that I'm is messy. so powerful. Yeah. While I'm messy, yeah. I feel messy. When I look in the mirror, I see messy. When I like, yeah. when I wake up, I feel so. so please just make me feel yeah. for a moment like I'm still loved amidst my mess. Yes, but and say like, I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. It's so freaking powerful. Okay. So we've been talking about it quite a bit. So I'm going yeah. to close with this one question and it could go long cause I'm, I'm like, this is not, this is not just like a, a bow it and go. Um, he won't say <laughs> So one of the things I realized and so many friends of mine as well, mm-hmm. and I heard you on another podcast mm-hmm. and you guys talked about this as well. Why? Cause we've talked about childhood. Sure, yes. We've talked sure, about childhood yes. quite a bit. Yes why do we end up in relationships over and over and over again and we don't realize it that we're constantly choosing the same partner right Mm -hmm. and when we go into it we go this guy's not like my last one (laughs) and then when we end it we're like "Mm, that was very similar to the situation (laughs) this is the very very similar to the same red flags and the same problems and the same this and you said it before when we end the relationship with someone we're like he's crazy he's this he's that not take he's the problem not taking any responsibility for like, baby, you chose
2: the same man again. So you dumped your values. Oh, and your boundaries were like all gone. <laughs> I will do whatever he wants and I will just follow with his friends and do whatever.
1: So how do we, yeah. how do we want to acknowledge this? And two, how do we begin? And I'm sure there's a lot to this to unpack. Oh but my gosh, yeah. how do we begin to break this pattern of choosing Men that probably aren't a good fit for us.
2: Do so we have like two hours? Yeah, it's wrap <laughs> like it stuff. up. <laughs> no, but I think it's it's you know we are so unaware. So this is what happens, and that's why I say when you are a mother, you really. And, and I'm happy for your journey. I know it's painful, but as for me, motherhood. If I wouldn't be a mom, I don't think I would ever wake up to this version of myself. Mm. Okay, because my marriage was great. Until the kids came and it was like, wait a minute. This is not according to the do plan. Think, do you think kids ruin marriages? I've heard that I before. don't think they ruin mani- ma- marriages. But what I do think happens when you have children, you either wake up to the stuff you need to heal or mm. you don't. And if you don't, it's a slippery slope. Those suckers are little mirrors. <laughs> yeah, because this is what I would say. This is what, and like my nine-year-old even now, like he would look at me because you know when I coach, he hears me and he understands the concepts. And I was getting frustrated and he looks at me he's like, you know, ma'am, it's not really me that is making you frustrated. It's your thoughts about me and the expectations I'm, I'm not meeting that are making, and I know you don't like to feel frustrated. So maybe you need to rethink this. Like, do you need a moment? <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes. So, so first of all, I think when you become a mom, just, just let's go to moms for a second, because this is what happened for me. It like you crack open because now it's not only you, you have to take care of, your, of yourself and your husband. Right, but now you have this human being that needs you constantly in the beginning, right? They need to be breastfed, or, or you have to give them formula. They poop, they cry, they have colic. It's like Pew. you almost dissolve if you are not ready for this. And I say to every mom, listen, love your kids, but be ready that it can get tough the first months. Like the first week, I was like, who am I? I'm wearing a diaper. Like I'm all <laughs> in pain. Let's be honest, because yeah. we see only the pretty stuff and it's like the moment you bring the child to the world. I don't know if you had that, but I looked at him in a hospital and like my heart dropped and and I thought now I have a heart, a piece of me walking outside of me. Yeah. Isn't that scary? It's scary. So they have behaviors. You can't control. Correct? There we go. Maybe you could control your husband, but now you have this being and they have their own, they know how to say no.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, they know they ask for what they want. Do they? They do. Right? Mm -hmm. So, Your motherhood is so thankless. Oh my goodness. If you get triggered all the time and you think this is because of you, you exhaust me. It's too much work. I can handle this. Can you behave? Why are you so difficult? This is your trigger. It's not them. I understand it's a lot, but if you are constantly in a negative space about this, why are you triggered? Mm. Why are you triggered constantly? What is this? Like for me, I was triggered because he wouldn't listen and I would think this is so disrespectful. And I grew up with, You need to respect, you need to respect. So that was so tied to the point of, I would go into these power struggles with my firstborn. And he's such a strong personality. He reminds me of me a lot. So it's like, there we go. I pardoned myself, called my mom and said, sorry, mom, for being me. (laughs) I did that. But it really, I had to shift because I would just exert my power over him. And like, you need to listen. I'm more powerful. You need to listen because I said so, Mm -hmm. you know, and I... (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I don't say don't have rules and expectations, but coming from a place, I'm the power and you are less than me. That's why you will listen to me. Yeah. Whoever is it's your child or your partner is just like, it's horrific. It's, it's toxic. So motherhood is like, I heard it on another podcast. It's it's like a personal development on steroids. So yeah. if you don't catch up, it's going to kill you in your relationship. Because when you are unhappy in your motherhood, you know where it goes to also? Your relationship. Oh, my husband doesn't help enough. He's not doing more. I'm doing all the heavy lifting, blah, 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 blah and so yeah. forth. So if just be ready for it. That if you have something that's unhealed, if you have some triggers that are constantly coming up with the same stuff. If you feel angry all the time or frustrated or annoyed and you hear the negative thoughts of, "Why did I do this? Is this my life right now? This is horrible. My kids are like, I don't say you will never have negative thoughts, but if this is your daily, yeah, you need to wake up. Yeah. You need to wake up or because you are doing the service to yourself, your children and your family. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, um, because the moment I, I, I knew how to manage my own Feelings and how to detach myself that his behavior is not about me. He's not being this, he doesn't wake up and thinks I'm going to be disrespectful to my mom. Yeah. No, he's being himself. He's testing boundaries and he's, he but has, he's not meeting your expectations. He, exactly. But mm-hmm. you know, as parents, we have, if only Johnny has all A's. And, and if he would only make my listens. life easier. This is, yes. And this is what I heard. Somebody told me we are giving so much to the child. We are giving so much. Can this child please behave? And i'm like wait a second so you have the conditional conditional love for your child. love. Conditional but i love. love my child unconditional I will give my life but i have all these conditions tied up here yep. so you better hit the conditions yeah because you are so ungrateful yep. i take care of you well who brought me to this world you decided to have me i had no say in this yeah right so conditions every time check yourself do i have conditions and what happens because this is what happens if you go into the relationship and it's a learning journey for me when you go into the relationship of course you want to have friends and you want them to call the same amount of time or whatever that is for you. I don't know. But sometimes we get caught up with these conditions, right? Like if I do this for you, you do this for me. And It's so dangerous because people will always disappoint you. Yes. Not that people disappoint you. You will disappoint yourself with this unreasonable expectation of others. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: And even we belittle people by saying, cause I hear this one all the time. Yeah. Don't, don't expect people to be, to give as much as you do. Oh my gosh. And like I'm you like, but better. that's just you putting saying yes. like you're better. And it's not. Exactly. What you're real what's really happening is it's just that they're not meeting the expectations that you have in your head. When really a true yep. friendship and a true relationship should be unconditional giving yep. without the thought or the need for return. Because otherwise you're just looking to fill some type of void. Exactly.
2: Then mm-hmm. you give to other people to feel better about yourself. So Correct. Like, I'm going this is give- really about you. And I just, yeah, do yeah. That I'm giving it with young. the intent because exactly. it's really about me. So I'm going to make it like I'm a good person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But there is an nice, oh, I think people to- are
1: rock stars at like oh my gosh. being yeah. good people.
2: They're oh, rock stars at yeah. being good people. Like, sorry, what? Not recording. <gasps> it stopped, that's why. Yeah, you need to push it again. Okay, I'll
1: take that. And, hey. uh, okay, there we go. All right, there we go. Oh, Oops. it's saying it's not enough space.
2: Oh, you need my phone?
1: No, it's okay. We'll cut it will we'll, we'll, We're still here, so we'll cut okay. it
2: Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So that's what I say. Like, a lot of... So when you say, what should we do in the relationships? You see, we can go everywhere with this. I love this conversation. Um, you ask about how we don't repeat the same patterns. Well, I think it's hard if you are not aware of your patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Because why do you go into the same relationship over and over? It's because you don't see your own patterns, right? You You don't see, why do I choose the same? Like... Somebody who had an alcoholic father, for example, then dates an alcoholic person. Why? Yeah. Because that's that's familiar. Mm-hmm. Even though it's damaging, it's something you know. Yeah. You don't know how to date somebody who is not an alcoholic. That's more challenging. Mm. The same because you know how to be around person who drinks. Yes. You know how to manipulate them or how to not get them angry. So yeah. that feels familiar. Yes. Right? And it's like you almost go in with the need to change your past yeah Uh uh-huh right 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 but also you don't want this so it's like (laughs) very difficult you know Mm -hmm. and so unfortunately i think things start to come to your awareness when there is like a break you know like what happened with me i was yelling and 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 i was like really emotionally reactive all the time and Mm -hmm. i thought that's normal like Mm -hmm. something happens I get triggered. I immediately react emotionally. Mm. You know, I don't do that so much anymore. Like I just don't want to even be in that space anymore because it feels not, it doesn't feel good to me, not even right. to my son or to my husband. It just doesn't feel good to me. Right. I love so much being in a space of more just calm and peace. Yep. And And I never thought I would say that, but it feels stable and it feels, secure and it feels like i can decide about if i will be triggered or not yes oh i'm sure i'm triggered still sometimes it does happen but now i know how to stop myself and reevaluate so if something if somebody says something to me and i'm mm-hmm.
1: how hard do you think it is to break because i'm sitting here thinking of like yeah. You know, looking back on my previous relationship and by all means, yeah. I got so much from it, you know, yeah. learned so much, had yeah. such a great, you know, relationship. Yeah. Um, just things that I learned, ways that I grew, yeah. you know, my son, my son, oh, yes, um, so many things. But when I look back, there are a lot of things now that I'm like, okay, lots of things here that I've seen in my past relationships yeah. as well. I, actually, funny story. I, I jog when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Like it is like my go-to thing and I'm not a runner. Let me yeah. be clear. Um, but I will jog when I'm angry and I'm like, I will jog until I can't feel this feeling anymore. Wow. Um, and I was jogging I'll the other day.
2: trying outrun the anger.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. I'm trying to overexert the energy yes. so that I don't have to feel it for that day. Yes. And I'm running the other day and uh-huh. I just have this moment of like deja vu where I'm uh-huh. like, oh, you've done this after every relationship trying to exert like the anger Uh that you feel, which is really a feeling of constant betrayal.
2: Sadness. Sadness, Sadness, yeah.
1: Sadness, betrayal. And then I'm like, oh, and I've felt this from my father as well. So I'm sitting here thinking about all the, you know, not not blaming them, but thinking, this is not a new feeling. This is not new. You've been here quite a few times. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, and I'm not saying that you can't deal with that in every relationship, but I'm going, okay, what do you need to change about yourself? so that you don't keep ending up in situations where you, not that you can avoid feeling this feeling, but where you get yourself in situations where you keep ending up with the same result.
2: Well, so first of all, I think you need to forgive. Cause mm. I don't think you forgive, like whatever happened with your dad or all the previous relationships, we very often heal without forgiving. We think we, we heal, right? But then we don't forgive. So, Um, so you have to really learn how to forgive, forgive your dad, forgive yourself. Like for, for your previous version of yourself in the other relationships, you, you went into that relationship for a reason Mm -hmm. might not make sense right now, but it was for a reason you knew what to do. It felt comfortable on some level and it felt safe and familiar. So you did that. So now you have to forgive yourself. Okay. Why did I really go there? Mm -hmm. right? What was so familiar that I chose this? What was Mm -hmm. I looking for in that relationship? Mm -hmm. What were you looking for? Do you know?
1: Which one recently? Any. Um, Acceptance, affection, Mm -hmm. loyalty, love. Yeah. 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 So then safety,
2: safety, right? So like emotional safety, mental safety, right? Physical safety. So when you go into the relationship and you look for this, I don't say it's a bad space to look for it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know how to create that for yourself first, how do I create emotional, mental safety, physical safety with myself, for myself, in my body, in my brain, with my, right? How do I love myself? Yeah. For myself yeah. as I am today. So this is, this is something you don't have to change anything about yourself today. You can decide I'm lovable and enough in this moment, because I am,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because I am, mm-hmm. that's it. There is no list. There's no prerequisitions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I choose to love myself. I am always lovable. I'm always lovable. Mm-hmm. There is nothing to be proven and nothing to be achieved to have the feeling of I'm enough. What does that even mean? And I will ask you what is enough? And people say, well, you can't even, what's the list for I'm enough? marked. Yeah. Mm. Nothing, right? So you need to start creating, as we say, we are always in a relationship to or with. You are in a relationship with yourself first, and relationship with yourself will be always the be- the foundation of every relationship you have, right? Mm-hmm. The relationship with your business, with your child, with your next partner, with your friend here, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you need to Work on that as much as possible. And I don't say it always has to be serious work. Like yep. have fun too. Yes. Have fun. Yes. Be playful. As children. Like, look at our kids. They know how to play. Yeah. We forgot. We forgot. We're we totally like, be forgot. serious, be a good girl, yep. get good grades. Yep. Don't open your mouth. Be worthy. Be worthy. There is something wrong with you. This behavior is not acceptable. We mm-hmm. hear so often. This is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. So um we start muting ourselves as women a lot. And then for the years, you know, you muted yourself so much that you are in a relationship and you don't even know what you want, so you go with whatever feels enough in the moment. But yeah. if I would ask you, was that, were all your relationship, the best relationship you thought you deserve and want and desire? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Exactly. But you settle for it. Yeah. Right? Because it's enough in the moment. Yes. Because you have not been listening to yourself for so long. Yes. We stopped listening to us. All we hear is, mom, 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 or honey, honey, we need this, we need this. Yep. We don't hear our own, what is your desire? Yep. How do you want to feel in your life? Yep. Stop asking other people how they feel. How do you want to feel in your life?
0: Yep.
2: You want to feel peaceful, empowered, calm? How do you create this? Right. What are the thoughts that you need to engage? What, what are the actions you need to take? What do you need to do for yourself to create safety? Mm-hmm. Who are the people you want to be around? What content do you need to consume on daily to be reminded of it? Because let me be clear, you can find all the evidence that the other person is wrong and, you know, go, go and find the evidence. But finding the evidence and spending time on, on, on that action is not bringing you peace. Right. 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 Doesn't matter. They were right or wrong. What matters is how do you want to feel about this? How do you want to show up in your life? Because it's up to you. No matter if they were right or wrong or, you know.
1: You always remind me to journal daily on what type of person do I want to be through this experience. Yeah. And I think that's so important because mm-hmm. that always has nothing to do with blame or circumstance or the, the other person. It has everything to do with how I want to show up moving forward.
2: Correct. Because you can sit there and blame. Listen, if you want, go for it. I tell you, if you want to sit in blame, maybe there is space for this. And also notice when you blame, how do you feel? This shit horrible yes because you have no influence so like why wouldn't he do this and we want to be validated and we yeah. want we
1: want to validate the pain we but, want someone to tell us that we're right but listen, and it does nothing for you
2: you can yeah it's like okay you're right then what yeah how did you still heal this you're yeah. right okay so he was a horrible person then what now you're horrible because you chose him like you need to understand i think when you can get out of the grief and grief of the dream what you think it will be there is a space for okay am i now indulging right because like you can start indulging in the emotion of you know overwhelm and i'm going to be here sitting and crying and when you start indulging it, it it looks like you are not moving forward even 1 inch if you are every day constantly in the same emotion and the same headspace it means you are indulging in this experience because there is grief but grief also doesn't look the same every day. You know what right. I mean? And there are spaces, even within grief, when you can move forward. Yes. But if you see yourself constantly on repeat and there's no forward, forward movement, yeah. then it's the indulgence of constantly, poor me, poor me, poor, poor me. me, poor me. And yeah. you will not move forward. Right. Right. So it's like if you want to stay and you're happy in your a space you are, please stay there. Yeah. But if you want something else for yourself, then you need to make a decision. How long do I want to stay here? right? What do I want to focus on? Mm -hmm. Okay, there I have a space. If the anger comes up, what do I want to do with it? Yes. I'm going to yell, hit the pillow, scream, dance, you know, call a friend, exert the energy, feel where it feels in my body. Why is it? Which need was not met for me? Which need did I abandon? Like, did I not see things that were there, but I was not looking? That's why I'm angry? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw it, but I ignored it. Mm. Right, so I put up with less than I really want to put up with. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm angry with myself, really. Wow. Right. So
1: radical responsibility. So
2: much. <laughs> so much. We <laughs> <laughs>
1: can go on and on and on. Oh, this is yeah. so so powerful. So good. So amazing. Thank you so much for sharing who you are, your your skill set, what you offer, and just helping us really own. Our role in all these things because it's the truth it's a two-part it's a two it takes two to tango it's a two-part party we are hundred percent we are givers and receivers Mm -hmm. it is on both ends so um, thank you so much and please please tell everyone where they can stalk you where they can find you and (laughs) how they can work with you
2: don't show up at my house
1: (laughs) no no address please. unless
2: you are Jessica (laughs) Uh, I'm just so honored to be here and and um, walk walk you know by your side through all of this, um, because I didn't have somebody when I was going through that when I was like 29. So isn't it ironic that we become who we need? (laughs) I know. Isn't that funny? I know. I know. It's amazing. So thank you for having me. This Mm -hmm. was so much fun. I just love talking about this and connecting. And for all the women out there, support your women. Get out of your ego and support the women that need you. And you can find me, you know, I don't know, you have to put it in short notes, Ludmi Woodruff. <laughs> well, well you, there'll be a clickable link. <laughs> don't try to spell it. <laughs> don't try to spell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on Instagram and Fe- and Facebook and I have a website and yeah. And please I, let them
1: know that you do a free 30 minute consultation. Yes,
2: It almost takes longer than 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yep. Because, yes. But I do offer uh, a consultation that is free and you tell me what you need, what results you are looking for, where you are right now, where you want to be. And, um, yeah, we go from there. Perfect. Yes. Love working with women one-on-one such a sacred space because they say stuff, they share things that they don't share with other people, yeah, you know? Even sometimes with our friends, yep, we don't say it all. Yeah, no, we, we don't, don't say and it all. we need someone that's unbiased and non-judgmental yes. to be yes. that for us. And you have absolutely
1: been that for me. So guys, make sure you scroll down to the show notes. <laughs> don't miss this opportunity to talk with her and chat with her and work with her directly. She has been instrumental on my healing journey and I know she can be that for you. That's why I brought her here, because I trust her and you were everything I thought you would be today. So thank you. Thank you so much.